Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Tori's back, back, back. This is so exciting, exciting, exciting. I'm, I'm, I'm here, kind of. She's on the mend. I'm on the mend. I'm definitely on the mend. Mike is definitely on the mend, so he's got to get yeah. our mom healthy. It sounds weird to say yeah. that, but it's like as a family. Eat. All right, listen, let's not make this awkward. Anyways. Okay. We're excited to be <laughs> devoting ourselves to the Lord daily with you all. Um, this my is a good open. one. What's up? My eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> They're open and beautiful. Okay. okay. We're picking up a new morning mercies. Sorry if we sound super nasally, but you can tell the spirits are definitely being lifted in the master's household for sure. Yes. Okay, y'all. Let's do it. Today's devotional says this. God's care is sure, but will you run to him in your time of need or look elsewhere for hope and comfort? And there's a lot of verses coming up, so highly recommend y'all writing down these verses. It says, By his promises, God invites us to run to him. 1 Peter 5, 7, Cast all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. Hebrews 13, 5, He has said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Matthew eleven twenty eight through 30 Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Psalm 27, 1. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Isaiah 40, 29 through 31. He gives power to the faint. And to him who has no might, he increases strength. Even youth shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Philippians four nineteen, And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Psalm 55, 22, cast your burden on the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never permit the righteous to be moved. These are just a small representation of God's words of invitation and welcome. He really is the father of mercies and God of all comfort. He can do for you what no one else can. He has power that no one else possesses. He is able and willing to meet you in your moments of need even when that need is self-inflicted. He will never mock you in your weakness. He will not stand idly by and sarcastically say, I told you so. He finds no joy in your suffering. He is full of compassion. He abounds in mercy. He will never walk away disgusted. He will never use your weakness against you. He has no favorites and shows no partiality. He never grows tired. He never becomes impatient. He will never quit because he's had enough. He will never refuse to give you what he's promised because you've messed up so badly. He is just as faithful to all of his promises on your very worst day as he is on your very best day. He doesn't ask you to earn his compassion or to do things to gain his mercy. He knows how weak and fickle your heart is, yet he continues to move toward you with unrelenting and empowering grace. He delights in meeting your needs. He finds joy in bringing peace to your heart. He really is everything that you need. 
why would you run anywhere else in your time of weakness or trouble? What a great reminder, like all the scripture was, but also like the couple paragraphs at the end of this devotional. I was actually just having a conversation with my mom and we're talking about spiritual gifts and stuff like that. And she had a moment where she like realized a spiritual gift that maybe that she was like neglecting or avoiding. And the way she was talking about it was if she had like hurt God's feelings that she didn't like walk into that. I was like, no, there's grace for that. Yeah. God is not some grumpy old man in the, in the sky waving his finger at you saying, I can't believe you didn't do this yet. You know? Yeah. And I think that, we all have some baggage that will project on God as if like we had experiences with like adults in our life, whether it be our own father or mentors or teachers or coaches or whatever that may be. And we expect God to kind of have that same reaction to us if we either let him down or if we struggle or whatever. Yeah. And I know I do that to God. And I think that this was such a great reminder of God's like loving mercy for us yeah. and his loving kindness for us and his care for us. And it's so important for us to have that entire quiver of arrows yeah. of scripture that prepare us for whenever we do feel um, empty, when we do feel like we're struggling, because that's when things can go off kilter the most. I know yeah. that there's been times in my life where I was really struggling and I ran to the worst things. I ran to pornography. I ran to drinking. I ran to texting a thousand people to try to feel important. That way I'm getting a bunch of messages. I ran to posting stuff on social media to try to get likes. I ran to everything but God. Mm -hmm. And then there are times where I was really in a dark, deep place and I ran to God and I found true comfort. And so it's so important that we know if we're in a dark place that we can run to him yeah. for comfort, but we won't run to him if we don't know that that comfort's there. So it's important for us to go back and re-listen to those scriptures and remember like, wow, God said this. This is his infallible scripture that he promised us and he promises to be there for us in these ways. I need to write this on my heart. I need yeah. to store it in my heart so that way in times of deep need, I'm not running away from him, but I'm running to him. Yeah, that's so good. And it all comes down to who God is and his mm. character because I think when we get trapped and thinking that he's going to respond in this way because other people have responded yep. to us in that way, it comes down to a lack of understanding of who God is. Because if we truly read scripture, then we'll understand who he is. You better pop off. <laughs> Sorry, you better go, girl. Because <laughs> I feel like when we actually truly understand scripture, the more we understand scripture, the more we understand who God is. And the more we understand who God is, the more we want to run to him because we're not scared of how he's going to react. We know that in his presence, there is loving kindness. We know that in his presence, there is mercy. We know that as we run to him, when we failed, that there is grace mm -hmm. that covers a multitude of sins. Like it's in his presence that everything changes. I'm really emotional. <laughs> and so I think all I'm trying to say is the more we're in his word, the more we get to know him and the quicker we are going to be to run to him in these times 
of need in these times when we need comfort, when we need grace, when we need strength, when we need peace, when we're doubting ourselves, we run to him because that's where we find our confidence. And so it's first and foremost getting to know who God is because I think we don't run to God when we don't know who he is, but when we understand truly who he is, then he's going to be the first place that we run. Yeah, and it makes me think of David being called a man after God's own heart. And if you know everything that David did, he did some great stuff, but he also did some terribly great stuff too. And so sometimes we're like wrestling with that. It's like, how can he be called a man after God's own heart after he did what he did? But I think that it's not about who David believed he was. It was about who David believed God was. And when you read the Psalms and you see the way that he clung to him and he he called out to him, Mm -hmm. there's something so powerful about how truly David knew who God was and so powerful. Yeah, so good. Want to praise him out? I do. Dear Heavenly Father, God, we thank you for who you are. We thank you that we get to run to you and that in your presence is everything that we could possibly need, God. I just pray that if we have any um, view of you that is not true, Father, that you would break that right now, that you would continue to allow us to get to know you even more, Father, and that as we get to know you, that there's just this fire that burns within us to get to know you more and more and more, God, because there is always more with you. There's not ever going to be a day that we know you fully here on earth, God. And what a blessing, what a privilege that there's always more to discover with you, God. We'll we'll never arrive until we meet you face to face. And so, Father, we thank you that we get to enter your presence here on earth. We thank you that your Holy Spirit resides inside of us. We thank you for your word that we get to read and get to know you more through every single day, Father. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. When else that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing into the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. We'll be talking to you tomorrow. Tot scenes.